Cause sometimes I be right Hello Welcome To the show And what a good show we have for you today We are gathered here for a very, very special occasion This is the unveiling of the official Cyber 2022 NFL quarterback rankings That's right Talked about it for a long time Finally got it done and I'm ready to deliver If this is your first time joining us, welcome This is Sometimes I Be Right I'm your host John Farris reporting live from Trash Can Studios As always joined by my co-host Wally Say what up Wally As I've said, this is a big occasion, this is a special occasion For those of you joining on YouTube, welcome. This is my official first video, and what a way to kick off the YouTube channel, right? I had to do it. I couldn't, this couldn't be audio only. There's a whole nother world that exists, and and you guys need to be a part of this too. If you're just listening to the podcast, get yourself over to YouTube, take a peek. Trash Can Studios looks pretty nice. Little upgrades in here on a comfy couch. I got to get comfy because I got a feeling this is about to get, it's about to get hot. So first things first, before we get into the list, I got to set some parameters for you. I got to let you know how this list came about. So as I've said, this is completely non-biased. And what I mean by that is, this is not my opinion. This is a list that was constructed based off of what I consider to be the five most important factors that make a good quarterback. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, wait, you said this wasn't your opinion, but yet you made the parameters. I get it. But you can't argue with the parameters. So, each quarterback was graded on five different categories. The five categories that make up the perfect quarterback, in my opinion, are one, arm talent. Can you make all the throws? Two, accuracy. Can you be accurate? And we're not talking about completion percentage. That could be very misleading. You might have a good receiver group that makes a lot of plays for you. We're talking about do you put the ball in a good spot? Are you throwing accurate deep balls? Or does the receiver have to stop on a go route and field it like a punt? Number three would be mobility. How mobile are you? Not only your ability to move around in the pocket, but your ability to get outside of the pocket and make plays. Number four, your fear factor. How much fear do you strike in the heart of defensive coordinators? Are they staying up for weeks at a time trying to game plan for you? Are you giving them headaches? As a fan, when you're watching the game, are you worried about that other quarterback coming into your building? And number five, the it factor. Your leadership. How well does the other team rally around you? How well do the guys seem to like you? How much do you seem to embody what it is to be the leader of that football team? Now, I don't think any one of you out there can argue with those five factors being pretty much what make up a great quarterback. Everyone was graded on a scale of 0 to 5 in each category with a max point total of 25, a minimum, obviously, of 0. So as I went through and watched film on all these quarterbacks, not just the highlights, not just the lowlights, but watching everything, watching all the throws, watching these guys actually play good games, bad games, doesn't matter. Judge them each arm talent, 0 to 5, accuracy, 0 to 5, mobility, 0 to 5, and so on. And all I did was I went through each player individually, graded them out, wrote down the final number, and once I was done going through everyone, I literally wrote 1 through 32, and I looked at who had the highest score, and so on, I just wrote it down. And I got to tell you, when I was finished, when I was finished constructing the list, I was shocked at some of the rankings for some of these guys, guys I thought were going to be low ended up being high some guys i thought that would be high ended up being a lot lower than i thought i was shocked and surprised at how this list turns out so i'm here to tell you this is not biased this is not my opinion i will tell you where a guy is ranked and if i agree or disagree with it or if i think "Ah, i probably wouldn't take him over that guy but that just lets you know that this isn't just my opinion this is it's a fact base you can go in and you could use this same formula and grade the guys the same and i promise you you'll get the same list This is the list, inarguable, but feel free to argue if you want to, but this is facts. It's fact-based, not opinion-based. Second thing I will say, we we are grading them based on the starting quarterbacks of this season. So all the guys that are going to be the starting quarterbacks for each team, I went back and I watched as much as I could gather on the guys, and I went based on that. 
Also, you will notice Deshaun Watson is not on this list for a multitude of reasons. Primarily, he's not going to be starting the season. He's going to miss more than half of the season, so I didn't feel right including him and ranking him over somebody when he wouldn't even have the opportunity to play and prove his position. I just felt like, yeah, it's a DQ. Since they have Jacoby Brissett starting instead, he will fall on the list somewhere. Deshaun Watson is out, disqualified for the season. But hey, next year, he could be in it. If he comes in and plays this year, he can be included next year. So before you start sending me your comments or saying whatever you want, or he should be placed higher, he should be placed here, he's disqualified simply because he's not going to be playing the beginning of this year. So with all that being said, I'm excited. I know you're excited. You know why we're all here. Without further ado, let's get into the list. And here we go. At number 32, Trey Lance. Now look, I'm not saying Trey Lance is good or bad. I'm not saying Trey Lance is the worst quarterback in the NFL. But he's got no tape. He's really done nothing. I think he's thrown like 70 passes total in the NFL. It's hard to say that he's better than one guy or worse than another guy when he's got literally the minimum amount you can have to judge off of. I just don't think it's fair to him. I also don't think it's fair to the other guys as well. So for that reason, Trey Lance comes in at 32. At number 31, we have Mitch Trubisky for the Steelers. Now, this is a guy... I don't think anyone's really going to argue with the placement. Look, he's got great mobility. He's got zero fear factor. No one's afraid to go against Mitch Trubisky. Arm talent is okay. Accuracy is uh, less than desirable. He's just a guy at this point. So at 31, we have Mitch Trubisky. At number 30, we have Geno Smith of the Seahawks. Now, look, you guys know. Going into this year, everyone knows the Seahawks are expected to be a dumpster fire. I don't think Geno Smith is that bad. I'm actually surprised that he fell this low in the list because I do feel like he may may be good. Because, look, arm talent, good. Accuracy, eesh. Mobility, eesh. Fear factor, none. It factor, none. You know what? What am I talking about? The guy deserves to be at 30. I'm trying to be nice. See, look, I'm trying to be nice, play the political games. But he's He's, he's not good. He's not good. Uh, I thought Drew Locke was going to be the starter, and he turned out to be even worse. At number 30, you got Geno Smith. What can I say? At 29, we have Jacoby Brissett. Now, look, this guy, good guy. You know, you could tell that he comes in, he does his job, but he's a career backup. That's what he needs to be. He's a guy that can come in and fill in. And this role this year is actually going to be perfect for him. He could come in, hold down the four until Deshaun Watson comes back. That's what he's good for. Arm talent, okay. Accuracy, okay. Mobility, less than desirable. Fear factor, zilp. It factor, okay. I mean, guys seem to respect him. He kind of comes across as like like a Teddy Bridgewater type, right? Like just a guy that people seem, they like him well enough. He's harmless. But uh, Jacoby Brissett falls in at 29. At 28, the first big surprise on the list for me as I was constructing it, Jameis Winston of the Saints. That's right. I'm just as surprised as you are. I thought Jameis Winston would be much higher on this list. But just grading him out, using the chart, whew, a lot of flaws, a lot of flaws. So arm talent, he could make all the throws. Pretty good arm. Accuracy, nah, not there doesn't nah mm -mm, nope we don't even need to go into it the guy led the league in interceptions what like four years in a row the guy no accuracy at all mobility uh, okay to less than desirable not the worst but certainly nothing to write home about and then if you're talking about fear factor no one's afraid of Jameis winston and it factor do you guys remember the whole you know this is i want w (laughs) like his own teammates looking at him confused, laughing at him, uncomfortable, embarrassed for him. Nah, the guy's got no it factor. I don't think he I don't think he leads a team. I don't think anyone really follows him. I think everyone just says, well, that's that's who's playing quarterback for us now, I guess. So, at 28, you got Jameis Winston. 
At 27, we have a guy who I think is very solid, who I thought might end up being higher on this list, but he falls in at 27. We have Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. Now, Daniel Jones is a guy, when you're grading him out, he's okay at everything. Okay? Arm talent. It's okay. Accuracy. It's okay. Mobility. It's okay. Fear factor? Nah, he's got no fear factor. He's not. Keep, no one's losing sleep over Daniel Jones. And it factor, I, I just don't see a guy that people rally behind and are willing to run through a brick wall for. He's kind of just a guy. To be honest with you, probably better as a backup. But he got drafted high. They're going to ride it out and see where it goes. Solid quarterback. Nothing to write home about. That's why he falls at 27. At 26, we have a guy that I really like, a guy that I really liked coming out of college, and a guy that I was really hoping the Cowboys would draft, Davis Mills of the Texans. Now, Davis Mills is a guy who's got incredible talent, but uh, hasn't really shown enough yet to be higher on the list. If you're looking at where he grades out, if we're talking about arm strength, it's slightly, very slightly above average. If we're talking about accuracy, it's okay. If we're talking about mobility, it's okay. If we're talking about fear factor, no, non-existent. If we're talking about it factor, it's early, but I just don't see a guy who really commands a lot of like respect or attention. I see just a guy, probably someone who would be better served being a backup, but is kind of starting. A guy that I honestly, in my personal opinion, away from this list, I do believe is going to move up more into that middle of the road category, more in that top 15 to 16 kind of guys. But for right now, you know, he lands at 26. At 25, we have one of my least favorite players, (laughs) Baker Mayfield of the Panthers. That's right. I know you're probably shocked. Number one overall pick sitting here at 25. That's right. If you look at it, arm talent, it's slightly above average accuracy it's okay not very impressed if you're talking about mobility it's okay not special it's okay if we're talking about fear factor i don't think any team in the league is concerned about facing baker mayfield and if you're talking about it factor all i'm gonna say is when the deshaun watson stuff came up not a single player for the cleveland browns stepped up in any type of support for baker mayfield And when he was traded to the Panthers, no one on that team stepped up to say how much, how excited they were to have him there. I just don't think the guy is very like likable. I think he's one of those guys where if you get to know him, you might like him a little more. But I think he rubs people the wrong way initially. And I think it's to the detriment of the team. I think sometimes guys probably don't give him a second chance. So I think for that reason, he probably has a few guys in the locker room who really love him. But most guys probably look at him as just being a little, ugh, he's ugh, he's he's the quarterback, so whatever, we'll do our job. But we're not, we don't love this guy. And I personally think Baker Mayfield, I think this spot sitting at 25, I think that's about right. I think he's going to have a couple games a year where you think, oh, this guy's really good. But for the most part, You're going to get average to slightly below average performance from him, and I'm not expecting much from him this year. At 25, we got Baker Mayfield. At 24, we have an old, wily vet, Matt Ryan, a guy who I have said is right down the middle, just a solid football player. Not great, not bad, nothing special, just straight down the middle solid. Not going to be the reason you win. Not going to be the reason you lose. He could help you win. He could help you lose. He's right down the middle. Just a solid guy. But at this point, he's getting a little older. He's losing a little zip. He's not the same guy he was a couple years ago, obviously. I think the only person that continues to get better with age is Tom Brady. Uh, Arm strength, pretty good. Slightly above average, still leaning more towards average. Accuracy is, it's okay. Mobility is no fear factor. I don't think anybody's losing sleep when you got to play against Matt Ryan. And as far as it factor, I think he's another guy who seems to rub people the wrong way. I think he demands a lot from the team while not really being good enough to be like, yeah, like who are you to tell me what to do? That type of situation. Everyone wants to be a Jordan not everyone has the skill of Jordan. You know what I'm saying? You get me? So at 24, we got Matt Ryan. 
At 23, we have Ryan Tannehill of the Titans. Now, Ryan Tannehill is a guy, when I actually sat down to watch him and evaluate it, I was actually surprised at what I saw. I think his arm is a lot better than I gave him credit for. I think accuracy is still a little a little wonky at times. His mobility, obviously, he's got great mobility. Fear factor, I don't think anyone's afraid of Ryan Tannehill. I think he's the guy that you just wait for him to make a mistake. And as far as it factor, I do get the, uh, the, 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 the feeling that the Titans players do really love him and respect him and love playing with him and playing for him. So in that way, he does get a little bump in that area, but... He kind of is what he is. I think he's kind of maxed out on his ability. And and that's one of the reasons why I think he comes in at 23 this year. At number 22, we have a surprise for me because I thought this guy might be in the top 10. When I initially said, I'm going to make a list, this is going to shock a lot of people. This was a guy that I thought I was going to grade higher than he ended up being. So I'm glad I wasn't doing my opinion. But this guy graded out at 22, and we're talking about Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Kirk Cousins is a guy who, in my opinion, is a lot better than he gets credit for. I think his arm talent is slightly above average. I think his accuracy is about average, about on par with, like, right down the middle. His mobility is a little weak. His fear factor is non-existent, and his it factor seems to be up in the air. It's hard to judge. Like, I just don't—I just feel like guys just— he is what he is you know what I mean like guys don't love or hate him he's kind of he's cool that's it I feel like I feel like teammates will look at Kirk Cousins and say he's cool so for that reason when you factor all those in on the list he comes in a little lower than I personally would put him I think the guy puts up numbers I think you surround the guy with a good offensive line good receiving group a good running back I think he can be I think he's a guy that could win a championship I don't think they'll hold him back in any way but can't argue with the list. At number 22, we have Kirk Cousins. At number 21, we have Marcus Mariota. Now, I personally would put most of these other quarterbacks ahead of him, but this is how it grades out. The guy has good arm talent. The guy's got okay accuracy. The guy's got great mobility. Not really fear factor or an it factor, but he got higher than I would have expected grades for his, his arm talent, his accuracy, and his mobility. Now, last year he kind of played in that backup role, came in spot duty or whatever. But I think in Atlanta this year, getting an opportunity to start, I think with the maturity, I think being put on the bench and sitting in a backup role and kind of getting away from the spotlight a little bit, getting further away from his draft, I think this is a guy that I'm expecting to have a really good season. I think Marcus Mariota is going to play very well for Atlanta. And I think next year he has a great chance to move up this list. But for this year, at 21, we have Marcus Mariota. At number 20, we have the babyface killer, Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson grades off the charts as far as arm, arm talent. The guy can make every single throw. One of the strongest arms in the league, hands down, no questions asked. Mobility, better than you would think. Better than you would think. Pretty mobile guy. As far as fear factor, no. As far as it factor, not really. But he's still very, very young. Still very early. You know, it's hard to tell at this point. Um, but accuracy, that's that's the big thing holding him back. And that's how he ended up at number 20 and not higher. Primarily because his accuracy is a big question mark. But he's a young guy. He's got room to improve. This is another guy who I think will move up the list Um, coming into next year but for this year at number 20 we got zach wilson at number 19 tua tangavaloa a guy who i coming into this would have assumed had a noodle arm but in reality got better arm talent than i was giving him credit for guy accuracy that's a problem the guy does throw the ball all over the place mobility better than average fear factor no, we're not scared of him. It factor, no, they've been trying to get rid of him for the last year now. So I don't think he's really a beloved guy there. But again, arm talent really rose him up. Arm talent, mobility, high marks. And that's how you end up at number 19 for Tua Tugavaloa. At number 18, 
a guy who is very heavily criticized, a guy who gets dogged most of the time, and a guy who I think everyone is completely written off, and probably a guy who will I will get criticism for him ending up this high, even though it's not super high, but ending up this high. At number 18, we have Carson Wentz of the Commanders. I know, Carson Wentz, really good arm talent. <sighs> Accuracy is tough. Ah, it's it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I think he's a really accurate guy. It's okay. Mobility, better than average. Fear factor, nope. It factor, no, not really. But he does score pretty high in the other three categories, and that's how you end up at number 18. Carson Wentz, I think, is going to do very well for the Commanders. I think they're going to be a very big problem for Dallas Cowboys, but... He gets he gets crapped on a lot. He's a guy that gets criticized a lot. He's one of those guys who everyone's waiting for him to make a mistake, and they just know it's going to happen. And nine times out of ten, it does happen. But this is a guy who I am, as a Cowboys fan, I'm expecting him to have a big year. Um, to be honest with you, they got a great chance to win the division. And uh, I'm not excited about that. So maybe I should up his fear factor. <laughs> But again, not my opinion. In this list, Carson Wentz falls at number 18. Coming in at number 17, we have a guy who I thought was going to be much lower on the list. And I'm talking about Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Now, this is a guy who I thought, probably like most of you, this guy is not really a quarterback. He's an athlete. He's a runner. But make him stay in the pocket. Can't get anything done. I, I may be wrong about that. Looking at the throws, looking at the film, arm talent, he's got a he's got a pretty good arm. It's 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 slightly above average. He's kinda in the Kirk Cousins territory, right? Where it's not great, but he can make all the throws if need be. Accuracy is very questionable. Mobility off the charts. Fear factor not really existing. And it factor though, that's one where he graded higher than I thought. I do see the guys really rally around him. I do see him command a lot of respect. I see him being a guy that people are really willing to follow and willing to go to war with. So for that reason, he got a a bunch of extra marks. And he ended up a lot higher than I thought. So at number 17, we have Jalen Hurts. At number 16, we have the golden boy, America's favorite, Trevor Lawrence. I never got the hype on Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence never really seemed to be as good in my eyes as he was raved about, like to be one of the top quarterback prospects since Andrew Luck and then before that since John Elway. Like I just don't think he's on that level in my opinion. But surprisingly, arm talent, as much as I wanted to hate, he does have pretty good arm talent, can make all the throws. Accuracy, a little iffy, but it's okay. It's all right. Mobility, better than average. Fear factor, we're not really afraid of him, but he is still young. It factor, I do see guys kind of really seem to be into him. They really seem to like him. They really seem to gravitate towards him. So we got higher marks in that regard than I thought he would get, and that's why we have Trevor Lawrence ending at number 16. At number 15, we have Mac Jones of the New England Patriots. I know you're probably already thinking there's no way Mac Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence. He's playing for the Patriots. They got a good defense, blah, 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 blah. Again, let's separate the success from the player. Just grading Mac Jones, arm talent, slightly above average. Accuracy, average to slightly above average. Mobility is weak. Um, fear factor, weak, it factor, they love this guy, man. In, in New England, they love him. He's a guy that was drafted into the perfect situation with the perfect team. He's exactly where he needs to be. It's a perfect fit, and he showed it. He executed it. He, he, he proved them right. He said, look, you drafted me here. You got me in the spot. This is where I need to be. This is where I can excel, and he's a perfect fit for them. And he comes in this year at number 15. At number 14 is my guy. Possibly not my favorite. I shouldn't say. He's probably my top five favorite quarterbacks. Like, I just, I like the guy. I root for the guy. I support the guy. You know who I'm talking about. I talked about it all last year. I sung his praises last year. We're talking about Jared Goff. That's right. Jared Goff falls in at number 14. So I know last year I was talking a lot about when you trade Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, like, isn't it kind of the same? They kind of can give you the same things. Yeah, look, I was wrong. Okay. But, but I will say Jared Goff is still a really good quarterback, in my opinion. I personally would put Jared Goff way above 14. I'd sneak him into my top 10. 
I really do think if you block it up front, if you get them good receivers, if you get them a solid running back, the guy can, if you give him time, the guy's going to pick you apart. Okay, he had a very high completion percentage last year. Some of it was, most of it was probably because of the short. He made a lot of short throws, a lot of safe throws, because there wasn't a lot of guys open downfield. But they have bolstered the receiving core. And I'm telling you, arm talent, above average, accuracy. I think he's a really accurate guy. He throws the ball very well, puts it in really good spots. Mobility, nope. Fear factor, nobody's afraid of Jared Goff. It factor, I do think they really like him. I think the thing is, is he's he's got so much talent, but he really doesn't come across as like a diva. He seems like he wants to just be one of the guys. And I will tell you, I saw him as a freshman go against Ohio State in week two as a freshman and when their offensive line was garbage and he got beat up by Ohio State and he stood in there he still made the throws he still had a good game and I'm telling you the guy could take a beating and keep on he's tough he's he's very very skilled and I think he's a very underrated and underappreciated player the guy got to a Super Bowl and came within one missed throw of beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl I would rank him higher but for this year the list says Jared Goff falls at number 14 at number 13, we have Justin Fields, the boy from Ohio State by way of Georgia. Yes, I am a supporter of Justin Fields. I do agree with this positioning. I think Justin Fields is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. Arm talent, out of this world. One of the best arms in the league. Accuracy, whoosh, last year he didn't show well. But I know watching him in Ohio State, the guy can throw the ball. He could laser it in there. He could fit it in the tight windows. He's an accurate passer. He just has to get his feet under him in the NFL. Mobility, above average. Fear factor, none yet, but there will be one. I'm telling you, defenses will have a hard time going against this guy because he can run. He can make all the throws. He just has to get his footing under him. And as far as it factor, uh, I didn't see it yet, but I do believe that by the end of the season, I do think some of the guys on the team seem to really be rallying around him. I think he really started to step into that leadership role, and I think he started to carry himself in a way that says, I am the leader, this is my team. Um, so for this year, Justin Fields falls at number 13. At number 12, we have the quarterback for America's team, Dak Prescott. Now, this surprised me. I personally would put Dak Prescott lower. I think that both Jared Goff and Justin Fields are both better than him. I shouldn't say Justin Fields. Right now, Justin Fields isn't better than Dak Prescott. I do think after this season, we will be saying Justin Fields is better than Dak Prescott type of thing. You can see where it's going. But Jared Goff, for sure, I would trade Dak Prescott for Jared Goff right now in a heartbeat. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Who knows? But that's just my opinion. But Dak Prescott... I was I, I watch all the games and there's there's just something missing. Okay? There's something missing. Und- arm talent, it's okay. Accuracy, it's okay. Mobility, above average. It factor, off the charts, great intangibles, great leadership. Guys on the team love him. Absolutely they love him. They'll ride and die for this guy. Fear factor though, I don't think any defense is afraid of Dak Prescott. I think the I think the thing still stands. I think the the way to play him is stop the run, force Dak Prescott to beat you. I don't think anyone believes that he's going to beat them, and for that reason, he got a low grade in that area. And ultimately, Dak Prescott comes in at number twelve, a little higher than I would put him, but probably where he should be. In all honesty, I'm a little bit of a hater because I'm a fan of the Cowboys, and Dak Prescott hasn't gotten them over the hump, and also. Tony Romo is my favorite quarterback, second favorite quarterback of all time. My favorite quarterback of all time. My favorite player of all time is Troy Aikman. But favorite quarterback, second favorite quarterback of all time was Tony Romo. And I think the way they kind of just dumped him off to keep Dak Prescott, I haven't really forgiven Dak Prescott for that. (laughs) Dak Prescott comes in at number 12. At number 11, we have the guy who stirred up all the controversy last year for me. That's Matt Stafford, the guy who... Threw some pie on my face, some egg on my face, and then spit on it for extra measure. Made me look like an absolute fool. We have Matt Stafford. Look, arm talent, unquestioned. Accuracy, it's okay. Slightly above average. Mobility, less than desirable. Fear factor, not really afraid of Matt Stafford. It factor, though, he went over to L.A. They took to him immediately. They ride with him. 
They were happy for him. They were trying to win a chip for him. Like, he ingratiated himself perfectly, immediately. It was obvious. It was clear for everyone to see. He came over there. He gave a different dynamic. Guys were trying to do whatever they could for him, and that says a lot. And he graded a lot higher than I thought. I probably initially would have put him lower. Definitely would have put him behind Jared Goff. (laughs) But... The list is the list. Not my opinion. This is unbiased. Matt Stafford comes in at number 11. We have arrived, right? Now we are at the point where things get real interesting, where tempers get real enraged, and where people's fandom starts to take over. We are now officially entering into the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, I know you're probably sitting there thinking of all the names I haven't said yet, and you're like, no way. There's probably guys you disagree with. There's probably guys you agree with. You might think this top 10 is exactly the 10 players you would have put in this top 10. Maybe not. Maybe there's some other guys you would have had in there. But, again, this isn't my opinion. These are the facts, okay? Now, as we get into this, again, I just want you guys to know you have to separate the success from the player. There are lots of players who play on better teams, who might have more team success, where they themselves are not the reason for all of that. And then there are guys who are on lesser teams that don't really get the team success, but they are much better than their record would indicate. The example I will use for you is, number one, Matt Stafford is a perfect example. In Detroit, got a really bad reputation as a guy who couldn't win the big game. Comes to L.A., a much better team, a much better coaching staff, much better situation, immediately wins the Super Bowl. Then you also have other guys like Patrick Mahomes. Do you remember when he was in the Super Bowl two years ago and the offensive line was all types of banged up and they lost? That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If your offensive line is dog do, it's probably not going to make you look the best as a quarterback. A quarterback is a completely dependent position. You need things around you to work out. You need to have the right receivers. You need to have a running game. You need to have a good defense to support you. You need a lot as a quarterback. So this here, again, we're not judging these guys based off of their career accomplishments. So maybe one guy should be higher than another for you because he's got a Super Bowl ring. The other guy doesn't. It's not about that. This is about the players. This is about their skill level, all things even. If there's anything else that I've learned from this list, it's that once you get out of that top 10, the rest of the guys, pretty close in terms of talent. All these guys are the best of the best in the world at playing quarterback. So you're really splitting hairs. This top 10, though, a lot of surprises in it for me. And we're starting right away at number 10. We have Kyler Murray. I was shocked. I actually was all summer long thinking, Why do you have to extend this guy? Why do you have to pay him the big money? Why does he need this massive contract? I don't think he's earned it. I was the one saying, hey, I don't think this guy's very good. I don't I don't get all the hype. I don't get why people think he's, you know, so so special. Oh, he never lost in high school. In in college, he was amazing. Blah blah. Yeah, I know, but this, you know, this is the NFL. This is different. And you know what? Maybe it is my bias, recency bias, because that last playoff game he played was absolute garbage. One of the worst performances I've ever seen a quarterback have. And maybe that really did heavily influence it. Also, keep in mind, I'm a Cowboys fan. I live on the East Coast. I'm not watching the Arizona Cardinals play every game. I'm not watching every game of his. I'm not watching every throw. I'm not really paying attention to him like that, like whatever. If you're not playing my squad, I'm probably not that you know, paying that close attention, you know what I mean? So I'm going based off highlights, or I'm going based off the one game I saw, which is the playoff game, and it didn't look very good. And then I've seen you play, you know, other teams every once in a while, like it's a Monday night game, a national game, or whatever, but this is a guy who I thought wasn't very good. Then when I sat down and started watching him, the arm talent, well above average arm strength. I don't know how. Such a small guy has a rocket for an arm. Accuracy, way more accurate than I thought. He puts the ball in a really good spot most of the time. Mobility, unbelievable mobility, well above average. One of the best in the league, probably number two right now in the league in terms of mobility from the quarterback position. Fear factor, yes, terrified. Defenses are concerned, what are we going to do? If we blitz and he gets away from us, he's got 15-yard gains nonstop. Like, you can't stop him running the ball. He's so fast, he's so quick, he's so shifty, he knows when to go, he knows how to change up speeds. Unbelievable. And then keep him in the pocket, the guy can make all the throws. 
the, if it's blocked up, the game over, he's going to pick us apart. This guy is way, way, way better than I gave him credit for. So I would like to, hey, Kyler Murray, my bad, man. I wasn't giving you your kudos. Number 10, that's exactly where you should be. At number 10, we got Kyler Murray. At number 9, we have another guy who I thought just like Kyler Murray, I probably wouldn't put him that high. It's Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this guy's arm, I love his, I love the way he throws. I love his arm angle. I love his throwing motion. It just, I just love the way it looks. I love the way the ball comes out. It's got a zip to it. It's kind of like very similar to Michael Vick in terms of how he seems to make a simple throw and it just shoop. He got, he's got a lot of zip. He's got that, that ball goes. Passing accuracy, that's the big hiccup for Lamar Jackson for me. Didn't really show much accuracy. Very high marks for mobility, though. Number one in the NFL, in my opinion, if you're going to have give the ball to a quarterback and say, make a play with your legs, Lamar Jackson's number one. Fear factor, yeah. I think he does strike fear in defenses because of that mobility. And also, he does have great arm strength. If he ever gets that accuracy down and much more consistent accurate-wise, the guy's going to be untouchable, probably number one or two in the league. And as far as it factor, man, those guys love him. In Baltimore, that team loves Lamar Jackson. They love playing for him. They love playing with him. They love him being the head of the team. They are all in on Lamar Jackson. He scored very high on that, and that's why Lamar Jackson comes in at number nine on this year's list. At number eight, Raider Nation, stand up. Your guy, Derek Carr, comes in at number eight this year. I know. I was a little surprised, too. But... Derek Carr's arm talent, well above average. Accuracy, above average. Mobility, above average, better than you think. Fear factor, I don't think he really scares anybody. But late in games, he can make some things happen. He makes a lot of big throws in, in, in clutch situations. When you need to get a play, he does. He makes a lot of those. As far as it factor, man, they love him there. I think his attitude, I think his personality, I think his demeanor fits in well with that franchise. I think he brings a sense of calm and stability to that wild and crazy environment. And I think being in Vegas, being the Raiders, having that fan base and that rabid fan base, I think Derek Carr comes in and really steadies the ship and keeps everybody focused on just keeping it simple, play football. This guy is much better than he gets any credit for. And I will say this. I know because my brother is Raider Honcho. I've watched his channel. I've seen him in his lives. I've seen the criticism. And I've seen him constantly be in support and caping for for Derek Carr. I'm going to say this. If you're a Raiders fan and you don't want Derek Carr to be your quarterback, you're nuts. Derek Carr comes in at number eight on this list. Derek Carr is better than a lot, as you can see, better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. As a Cowboys fan, if you told me we will trade Derek Carr for Dak Prescott, would you take it? I would take it yesterday. Without question, he's better than him. So if you're sitting there as a Raiders fan and you think you could do better than Derek Carr, good luck. Because the top seven guys in the league, you got no chance of getting them. Enjoy the fact that you have Derek Carr. Derek Carr is well, way above average, way more than serviceable. He's not the reason the Raiders aren't winning championships. He's not the reason you guys aren't having big playoff runs. He is not the reason for any of your problems. Build the team around him. Get the offensive line stout. Get the running game put together. Get the receiving core built up a little bit. He will get the job done. At number eight, we have Derek Carr. At number seven, we have old, reliable, steady, Steady on his feet, steady everywhere it goes. Broncos country, let's ride. You got Russell Wilson sitting in at number seven. Look, this guy is the epitome of really good, low maintenance. This guy, when you watch the film, it's unbelievable. Arm talent, excellent. Like, it doesn't make sense how he throws the ball so effortlessly, so easy, so smooth, but it's there. Accuracy, Above average. The guy puts it in a great spot 90% of the time. The, the mobility, much better than average. Fear factor, yeah, he's a terror to play against because he's so steady, so solid, doesn't worry about the blitz, is unafraid, is unaffected by pressure, can get out on the move, make throws on the run. Very good at that. Very good arm talent. Very good mobility. So 
you got to play perfect defense in order to stop Russell Wilson. And then if you're talking about it factor, look, the guy held it together in Seattle. The guy held that whole group together. You had all those wild guys on defense. You had the offense that was always a mess. When was the last time you looked at their receiving core and thought that they're really good? Marshawn Lynch left, and the running game has been kind of spotty. The offensive line has been in the dumps for a while. The guy was running for his life, and yet he was still making plays, still keeping them in games, still helping them win games. The guy is a great leader. He has a great, great it factor. There's something about him that guys seem to really enjoy and appreciate. I think he's going into Denver. I think those guys really like him being there, and I think he's going to have a really good year, although not as good as maybe some people expect. But Russell Wilson is a really good quarterback. He falls in at number seven. At number six, we have Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen, for some people, might be higher. For me, I probably would have put him lower before watching the film. But after watching him play, watching his throws, look, the arm talent, well above average. Accuracy, better than I would have given him credit for. Mobility, you already know, is top notch. Fear factor, I think teams are afraid of him because he's so big. He's he's so quick with his feet. He's he's so good moving around in the pocket, getting out, moving, throwing on the run. He's got the arm strength. He's got the arm talent. He can make all the throws. So you can't just keep him in the pocket because he's going to pick you apart. You can't let him move around too much because he's either going to pick up the first downs with his feet or he's going to run and 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 extend the play until someone gets open and make a brilliant throw down the field. And as far as it factor, come on, man, he's in Buffalo. They love him. They, the fans love him. The organization loves him. The players love him. He he's the guy. And and what what a great story, man! Coming out of being a little undervalued, coming out in the draft to get drafted by the perfect team in the perfect situation for the perfect player. The per. What more can you say? At number six, you got Josh Allen. At number five, we have the goat, Tom Brady. Now I warned you. I warned you, we're not talking about accomplishments. We're talking about the player's ability. And look, Tom Brady's 45. If this was five years ago, he probably would rank higher. But let's be honest, if you watch Tom Brady, you could see he's lost a step. But look, he was already so high that, you know, in losing a step, he still can get by. But he's not the same Tom Brady, and that's fair. He's 45. But we're not talking about the accomplishments, what he's accomplished in the team sport. We're not talking about any of that we're talking strictly about his ability arm strength still above average but not great accuracy it's all there he throws the ball in the perfect spot like he's he's really accurate um if we're talking about mobility non-existent if we're talking about fear factor yeah you're gonna be afraid to face tom brady especially if there's a minute and a half left and they need to get in field goal range to win the game yeah, chalk it up as an L. Pack the stuff up. Let's get ready to go. He's gonna, he's gonna do it. You just know it. You, as a fan, you're sitting there petrified of how much time he might have left on the clock to try to get down a field goal range. And as far as it factor, come on, man, he's the goat. He's got the it factor. He's got all like like the, the guys flock to his side to be a part of, a part of uh, of just playing with Tom Brady. He's got the it factor. But again, like I said, he's a little older. The top four guys have you know the arm talent is is superior to his but look no knock on tom brady he's still in the top five at 45 years old that's quite an accomplishment in itself tom brady falls at number five at number four we have aaron Rodgers. if you're a fan of the show you know i'm not a big fan of aaron Rodgers. i just think his whole personality is a little bad not for me I don't think I would like playing with him. He kind of comes across as a guy who views himself as better than everyone else and lets you know that he's better than you. You know what I mean? Not just he thinks it, but he'll actually say it to you like, I'm better than you. Not my cup of tea, especially not for my quarterback, but it's undeniable arm talent, incredible arm, accuracy, incredible accuracy, mobility, well above average, fear factor, I think he's losing marks on that, though. I think especially in the playoffs, I don't think he strikes fear in the heart of other teams the way he once did. But he does still give you quite a headache because he can make every throw. He will pick you apart if you don't get pressure on him. And if you're not careful and disciplined in your pressure, he will get outside the pocket and make throws all day long. I remember seeing it in the playoffs. I don't. Ugh, I hate I hate Aaron Rodgers so much. <laughs> 
And then as far as it factor, though, I think he also loses some points there as well. I think Aaron Rodgers has the talent to be the best quarterback in the NFL, but I think when you factor in the fear factor taking a couple notches back in recent years and you factor in, I think, the it factor, I think he's not really the best leader. I think he is a guy who can get by and can lead a team just based off of his ability, but in terms of guys really loving him, I don't think so. And I think the the greatest example in, in recent history is I think Devontae Adams chose to go play with Derek Carr instead of playing with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that was the decision that was made. Well, going forward, I think literally going forward, it was, I like this guy better. I'm going to go over here and play with him. And that, to me, is a huge knock against Aaron Rodgers. And so for me, I drop him down a couple points on that list. But he still comes in at number four. Still of a hell of a spot to be. Still a hell of a quarterback. Still great. At number four, we got Aaron Rodgers. At number three, we have old Patty Mahomes. That's right, Patrick Mahomes, arm talent, elite, accuracy, above average, but mm, not great, but above average. Still, very, You know what? I'm being biased. <laughs> I'm hating, okay? I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Patrick Mahomes. I do think Patrick Mahomes benefits greatly from the situation that he's in. I think he got drafted by a coach who really liked him and a coach who's very creative in Andy Reid, a coach who made Donovan McNabb borderline Hall of Fame. So I think they do a lot of creative things and a lot of things that are geared towards his strength. I also do think that having Travis Kelsey at tight end sets up everything. I think they continuously try to give him weapons on the outside. And I think the running game, they do enough because of the pass to get by to where they are not just one-dimensional. So I think he does benefit from a great supporting cast. But he does earn a lot of the respect he gets. He does deserve to be number three. Because, let's face it, the guy has incredible arm talent. The guy has great mobility. The guy has a fear factor. You are fearful of him. And as far as it factor, I do think that he is very beloved by his teammates. I think he is a good leader. I think he does do a great job of um, consistently keeping them in the right moment. I think he comes through in the clutch. I think he's a really good player. I think number three is a perfect landing spot. I wouldn't put him at number one or two. So him coming in at three, I got no problem with it. At number three, we have Patrick Mahomes. At number two, we have the player who I would put as my number one. We have the player who I last year told you is the best quarterback in the NFL. But in doing this list, he actually come came out at number two. And we're, of course, talking about Justin Herbert of the Chargers. Now, this is a guy who, let me just say it right now, is going to prove to you he is one or two in the NFL in terms of quarterbacks. After this season, I'm expecting him to have a very, very big, big season. Without question, this guy is elite. Arm talent, elite. Accuracy, well above average. Mobility, above average. Fear factor, I do think he takes some hits in fear factor. That is one of the areas where I feel like he ended up at number two because I don't think he strikes fear in you necessarily. I don't think he's causing too much problems for defensive coordinators in terms of we have to we have to figure out, like we have to try something new, innovative to stop him. Um, and then as far as it factor, I do think they love him, but he is a very quiet guy. So he doesn't, you know, he's not big rah-rah, he doesn't have much swag, he doesn't carry himself as a as like a big presence. He kind of just does his job, does what he's supposed to do. So he got knocked for those two, and that's really what separated him from the number one guy. So he comes in at number two. I'm not mad at it. I would put him at number one, but I'm not mad at falling in at number two. And again, like I said, this isn't my opinion. I know that sounds crazy for me to say. This isn't a list based on my opinion. This is a list based on facts. The five factors, as I explained to you, that make the best quarterback. So at number two, we have Justin Herbert. And we have finally, finally gotten to the pick for the best quarterback in the NFL. And I know what you're going to say. Prisoner of the moment. Oh, you just riding the bandwagon. This, this is, There's no way. Look. The list is the list. Arm talent, elite, accuracy, unreal accuracy, especially throwing the ball deep, mobility, better than average, fear factor. Do you want him having the ball with a minute and a half left, needing a field goal to win a game or a touchdown? 
I think you're going to be concerned. The guy makes great throws in the clutch. The guy never seems frazzled. The guy is always composed. He's just making plays. Even in the Super Bowl, that last throw, damn near got it to the player when he was being thrown down by Aaron Donald. And as far as it factor, is there a swaggier quarterback in the NFL? Is there a guy that walks around and carries himself like a big dog, top G, better than this guy? And of course, we're talking about Joe Burrow. That's right. Round of applause. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL, according to the Cyber 2022 NFL quarterback rankings. That's right. Number one, Joe Burrow. The guy comes in with the icy chains, the jewels, the sunglasses. Yo, dude is swaggy, top to bottom, carries himself well, great charisma. Teammates love him. Came into the Bengals, a dog-do organization, an organization that was kind of floundering between uh, relevancy and irrelevancy and got kind of close with Chad Johnson and Carson Palmer, but never really kind of went over that hump. This guy came in and immediately changed the complexion of the team, and they look legit with a bad defense a bad offensive line the guy came in and changed the whole feeling of that franchise look I love Joe Burrow I love Joe Burrow when he was sitting third string at Ohio State and in the spring games he was throwing passes and he threw the prettiest deep ball I've ever seen it was always on time it was always accurate it was always catchable and the guy's doing it now in the NFL he's coming to the NFL and he just throws it deep that's why you had to get Jamar Chase you had to they had great chemistry at LSU bring him in we'll figure out the offensive line somewhere else let him go deep Joe Burrow is going to put it right on the money every time just watch the film listen don't take it from me Use your own eyes. Watch the film. At number one, we have Joe Burrow. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the list. Listen, don't be mad at me. I am not. This is not my opinion. These are the facts. You know these five factors are the factors that make a great quarterback. You know these five factors are what you would judge a quarterback based off of. And if you want to go back and you want to go through and watch all the film, you're going to realize, hey, this list is factual. Now, look, we're going to be doing this every year. We're going to be doing this annually. So things will change. Some guys will kind of fall off a little bit as they age. Some of the young guys will come on a little bit and improve their skill set, improve their accuracy, maybe improve their 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 arm talent, maybe improve their mobility, maybe show some more things that they didn't get to show last year. So this is always fluctuating. So every year we're going to come back and we're going to do this again and again and again and again because it's fun. So what you guys think of the list? Follow me on Instagram at S-I-B-R underscore P-O-D. That's cyber underscore pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow me on there. Join the cyber family. Join me on this journey as we continue to grow. Get in early on the ground floor. I'm telling you, I got the facts. All right. So listen, what did you think of the list? Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think this list is crazy? Is there anyone that you think would be higher or lower? Let me know in the comments down below. Again, like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys next time.